Good afternoon. This is Brother Barry. I'll be doing our podcast this afternoon and uh, such a blessing. Today has been such a blessing for me. And this whole weekend, uh, Pastor Aaron won't be with me today doing the podcast. He is uh, with the missionaries that we have, uh, Pastor Roy Pussum from Trinidad, uh, Gerald, Pastor Gerald John from uh, South America and Guyana, uh, him and his son, Josh. Josh is going to go and visit the schooling there that Pastor Aaron's uh, dad, his, his father, has put together down there. And it's been so, so successful. And be praying for Josh as he goes and uh, he steps out and in his faith to know the Lord better and to be able to take back his wisdom and knowledge that, that God gives him and takes it back to Guyana for his own people. And man, what a wonderful opportunity that as Philemon Baptist Church, we can be a part of that. I have a few things that I want to go over with today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the word continue. But I want to bring a notion to what Pastor Gerald said Sunday as he preached. And if you were here Sunday, you, you got the message. It's such a wonderful message that he preached. I want to take my time today and and really make sure that I acknowledge everything that the Lord would have us to have today on the word continue. We know that in our lives we first receive salvation. That's at first we were we were dying. We were uh, walking around dying in our sins. And then we received we given our faith in Jesus Christ and we receive salvation. The Bible tells us we go from dark to light. Uh we go from lost to found. Uh, and so, after we receive our salvation, that is a, a moment, and we'll talk about it in, in this today, this session, about how salvation was a moment of rejoicing. But there is a process after the moment of salvation, what we are to do when we're given the next day. And Pastor Gerald John, he, he preached on that a little bit. This Sunday, well, a lot. He made a lot of notions there on the hope that we have in the power. He used the scripture, Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20, he read, and he studied and he preached from there. And it's a very familiar passage. And I want to read it today as we get started into uh, this podcast on the word continue. We know what that word means. We know that word means to, to keep going for say, and uh, to not stop. And so I want to encourage you today as a Christian, wherever you are, whether you, maybe you've never even started since salvation, you never started going forward in Christ, or maybe you have not yet had salvation and put your faith in Jesus Christ. Remember now, salvation is the putting of faith in the blood that was shed on Calvary, the grave that he was buried in, the same grave that he was resurrected from. And so when you put your faith in that, in Jesus Christ, you receive salvation. If you haven't done that, you can reach to, to anyone of us here locally at Flame Road Baptist Church, and we'd love to talk to you about that if you're not sure about your salvation. But from that point on, after you have received salvation... We, you're, you are to go on and press forward and to continue, and we're going to talk about some things you should continue on today. But back to Pastor Gerald John, they preached on Matthew 28, 18 through 20. This is uh, the command. This is what God, he commanded us and given us proof and ways that we could trust him as we do this. 
It says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. So we know that the command that we're about to receive comes from a place of authority. And it comes with a place of power. And it's the same place that had a part in creating the earth we live in. And then he says, Go ye therefore, that's you, if you're saved, teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always. And Pastor Gerald preached a wonderful message. One, on that we are to go after salvation and teach. Uh, and then after teaching, what are we teaching? We're teaching them Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Then we're baptizing them, exemplifying them, and, and encouraging them to be baptized, to exemplify. Uh, that that would be what you would do if you recently got saved, would be baptized. Your, your first commitment to sharing the love you have for Christ and the faith you put in Christ through baptism. So that would be something a way you could continue on after your day of salvation. Then we can have hope because we know that Christ promised that we would not do this by ourselves to continue to press on in him. We would not do this alone, but that he would be with us. And so I wanted to share that with you because it really ties into what I'm talking about today. Everyone that has put their faith in Jesus Christ is to, on the baseline, be a disciple of Christ and continue in his word. What does that mean? Well, John 8, 31, it says, "Then Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. So the question comes, when we receive salvation, are we immediately a disciple? If we read this passage here, <coughs> excuse me, it says that if we continue in his word. And so I think that we are, as saved, we are subject, the word shows here, that we are subject to become a disciple, but only in our efforts to continue on in his word. Now, how can we know to continue on his word? Well, first, like we talked about, we have to receive the word, okay? So, what does it mean to receive the Word? Well, to continue on receiving the Word, we have to maintain a spirit that is what? Teachable. That is receptive to the Word of God. We have to be able to receive it with a ready mind. Search it with a hungry heart, it says. And so, the one way we can continue in His Word is what? Well, We have to keep a spirit that we're able to want to learn something. Um, I'll be honest to say myself that uh, not as much today, but maybe in the past, I was big, think I know it all, you know, and and the Lord showed me otherwise. There's so many mysteries and unsearchable things in God's words that, you know, that I don't have a clue about. And so I have to make sure that I continue to maintain a humble spirit that not only in his word teaches me new things, but that his people who are, are trying to continue on the word, he's giving them things. And sometimes they know things I don't, and I'm able to learn and be be taught from them. Well, not only teachable, but receptive. So when I hear it, 
I have to be receptive to it even when it comes to a place in my life that it does what? It may convict me. It may challenge me. It may ask something of me. It, it may expect. It may command. It may uh, direct. And so I have to be receptive to sometimes God's Word can can make me want to do something uncomfortable ultimately so that I have a victory in Him so that I ultimately can continue on into learning and growing in Christ. See, we've talked about since since last year, the first thing we talked about in podcasts was the fact of growing as a Christian. One of the major things to grow as a Christian is to continue and to be able to be teachable and receptive to the Word of God, receiving it with a ready mind. We should be hungry when we were saved. There, there's times I wake up in the morning. Let's, let's, be, let's be real with each other today. There's times that I wake up in the morning and I, I wish my heart was hungry for his word and it's not. And so I go to my prayer time and I say, Lord, fill me with an appetite. Give, give me what I need to get myself up and to open my word and to begin to, to seek out your scripture and then apply it to my life so that I can see how you can use me in a mighty way. Let's look at some scriptures here on receiving God's word. Okay? I'm going to go into Acts 17:11. I'm going to try to go over here pretty quickly. I have a lot of scriptures today um that I want to go over. Uh, I think scripture is very important. I think you uh I think a part and we'll talk about it here in a minute to um continuing is challenge yourself to memorize. You know, start with small scriptures, but memorize scriptures. So the first passage, and I'm almost there here now, is Acts 17, verse 11. And so this is this is giving us a way to be able to continue in His Word. Okay, this is giving us the outline of the things that we can do to to continue in His Word. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the Word with all readiness of mind. And searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. And so we search out Christ for what cause? To prove. To prove him. Why should we prove him? Well, because there are people out there who doubt. There are people who are not sure. There are people who are going through things. Uh, and maybe you're one of them today that's, you're going through something. You have a decision to make. God's word should be your reference to helping you make that decision in the life. You see, look, the Christian life is not just a journey of knowing facts. I know very smart people that know a lot of things. But it's our life should be, a Christian life should be about our journey of knowing and loving of how we can serve God for, for our whole lifetime. 2 Timothy 4, 6-8 says, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but to all them also that have loved his appearing. And so it it's our efforts there to continue on. When you hear God's word preached or taught or um, or you go and hear the pastor preach the message that Sunday, 
it's good to hear that message, but we must look past that message and see the authority of God's word in itself. We should approach God's word with a willingness to receive and obey it before we hear a specific message. We should be filled with our own desire to read God's word and not just be receptive to someone else's reading it. Um, I'm going to go over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, showing how we should be receptive to seeking out the word ourselves. And, and not just hearing it completely just from someone else, but making sure we go back and ask God how it could apply to our life and, and ask God how personally we could use it into the continuance of what? Sharing the gospel with others. Our ultimate goal is to share Christ, Jesus Christ, the one who died on the cross for our sins, was buried in the grave, rose on the third day. It is our responsibility as Christians to continue on so that we have the strength in the word that we receive to prove it to those who don't believe. Amen. You know what I mean? That's This is some good stuff today. I really hope you're encouraged at, at the things we're going on. I, man, I, I'm so excited. God's been good to me, you know, and I don't deserve his grace and his mercy, yet he spared it to me anyways. And so for that, I want to have a desire. I want the words of my lips to match my lifestyle and I'm only going to be that way if I continue to study and receive and to apply. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. It says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectively worketh also in you that believe. Okay, so... We have to make sure that we're going to God's word so that it can effectively work it in our lives. Amen. God's God's word. It's if you look, the Bible tells us that God's word is living. It is a living word. And that's that's so true today because I never realized when I take God's word and I apply it to the things of my life it becomes something real and it changes. Maybe I was going in a direction or maybe I was thinking a certain way about something or, you know, it's not just like any other book, any other book you can read and it's, you know, characters and uh, ideas of people and things that, you know, people have gone through. But when it comes to God's word, it literally gets into your heart and into your life and it challenges you and it transforms you and it changes you and, and it's all for the good. And it's just an amazing book. I grow to love it more and more every day. I don't I don't know everything from, from beginning to end of God's Word, but I'm going to continue on in my life to try to seek out the mysteries of God's Word so that I can better answer for those who doubt. The next thing we see we should do to continue is to study God's Word. So these are some things here. So let's, let's, cap, let's cap back real quick. For us... As Christians, to keep going in the faith, we must receive the word, and now we see we must study the word. I preached on this at Pastor's Appreciation Day, and it's uh, out of Second Timothy, and it was in chapter 2, and it says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. I preached on this a little bit, and it kind of gives us three characters, 
in here of the way that we should go about our laboring in Christ is what it was, that we should be like a good soldier, faithful, uh, standing firm, uh, like a farmer, hardworking, um, like an athlete, uh, practicing, prepping, getting ready for the big game. Uh, and so that's that's what it means there. You see, that's why we're sharing Timothy today in Second Timothy um, that we can see because it gives us the outline of what character we should be in the way that we study God's word. What we we should be we should be fit. You see that uh, just like a soldier, uh, they work together. Uh, they go on the front lines together, and they train, and and they fight for something real, freedom and faith. And and so, as Christians, we should see that we have something to fight for, something to stand up for, and s- something to drive us to give us our purpose. And c- as we keep that in mind, we apply that to the way that we study in God's Word, and then we're able to see that we, not only just during certain seasons of our life, but every season of our life, um, like an athlete, you know, we talked about that, to to be like an athlete, to be able to, in season and out, out of season, uh, always training, always practicing, always trying to be better and better and better and better each and day. Um, it, the same things that apply to the things of this world uh, you see people work so hard to be a professional athlete. They work so hard in getting an education going here. If we took those same efforts in trying so hard to be the best Christian we could, imagine the lives that we could change. Oh, man, look at a farmer. They work all the time. They work hard in season, out of season, uh, Sundays. You know, I know a lot of them, they work through Sunday. And they put a lot of hours up. Let us be like that in our Christian faith and our walk, that we do all that we can to be better in our faith. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, so we see when we study God's word, we need to read it daily. Apply it. Remember, that we make the Bible reading, memorying, and studying a part of our regular routines of life. These things are going to help us continue to become the disciple that God wants us to be. So not only do we see that we should receive the Word as we continue, we should study the Word, and we should apply the way that we should apply what God's Word says into our lives Make it real. Put it forth every day to live out what the scriptures say. I don't know if you're getting this this afternoon, but to continue means to, to go forward in his word and to pray and to ask God for your answers and to ask God for the wisdom, for the things, for all the daily decisions and choices that you have to make. And God's word gives us each and every direction of all things in our lives. It's such, like I said, it's such an amazing book. As we as we look through, okay, we simply see that it's not just to know God's word, but it is to obey God's word. I'm going to read a scripture in James one. Uh, the ultimate way that we can continue on part of being in God's word is not only after reading it or hearing it, but that we apply it. James one, it said in verse twenty two. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. 
For if any, if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For if he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. So there's, a, there's not only things that we've commanded to do to continue on with being a Christian, direction and, and things that we've given that we're supposed to be doing, but we also see if we do these things that we're blessed. Man, what better thing to do than to continue in something and, and know that, that God doesn't lie and his word does not go void, that if we do continue, then we're blessed. Amen on that. And so we have to apply the word to our lives. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, okay, so next we see that we should continue to follow Jesus. Luke nine twenty three said, and he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. This is something we do every day is is strive. Now, every one of us know, you know, we're going to we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. And but but let me say this on that. Let us get out of the mind frame of saying and going ahead, accepting that we're going to mess up. Let's get into the mind frame of Christ and let's see that in all things he did, go to the the 40 days and 40 nights he was on the mountain and Satan came and tempted him. He could have made the opposite decision than what he did, but he turned away. Let us have a mind frame to when those times come up, when we have to deny and the things of this world and we have to take up our cross, that we don't go, oh man, well, you know, I'm going to mess up daily. No, that we go, you know what? I'm going to be an overcomer and I'm going to follow Christ and on this decision here, instead of, going ahead and and falling short so that I have to spend my prayer time and asking for repentance, that I take this choice right here to stand firm and say, Lord, I'm going to follow you and I'm going to make the decision to turn away and in you and in the power of God, I'm going to be an overcomer in Christ today. Let us have that mind frame that we're overcomers, not that we're just, oh, simple-minded to make a mistake every day. Now, listen, we're going to, even in in our best efforts, we're going to, I get that. But we shouldn't just stay right there in that mind frame because God's given us the power of his word to be transformed and changed and to be delivered and to be renewed. Our minds daily, it's in his word and we can hold God to his word. Next we see, be fully surrendered. Oh man, now that's hard there. It says be fully surrendered. You say, Brother Barry, I mean, that's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can and and that's important that your your efforts are to to continue. That's what it is. It the continue is to to keep trying. You know, not to just give up or get discouraged or disappointed because you messed up, but to go back and to say, God, okay, I did this and and I've done that, and so I don't I don't want to do those things. So help me here, God. Help me get on back on track, and and let's go forward again in this thing. We do this daily. Take up our cross. Luke 9, 23 said daily, take up of our cross. So there's some scripture here that helps us see how we can fully surrender. How we can be fully surrendered. One passage of scripture is Matthew chapter 10. In verse 37 through 39, we see, He that loveth the father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. 
And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. So we see that in all things that we do. I think that word surrender doesn't mean just throw everything you have away. I think it means to each and every day, try to remove yourself from the things that are in your life that are carnal and of this world that you still partially commit to, things you still rely on, and turn them things over to him and begin to rely on him. Someone once said that if Jesus is not Lord of all your life, he's not Lord at all in your life, okay? So in other words, what's this mean? All right, we don't choose. We don't pick and choose what to obey or what we want to disregard, okay? We, we have to choose to, to obey what God said. And when we fall short, go back, pick ourselves up and try again. Uh, we can't never think that as following Christ that it's a sacrifice. It's, it, it shouldn't feel like a sacrifice. God's given you the power. I mean, we, we may make some sacrifices, you know, like yielding the activities or relationships or things that, those things that keep us distance from God, that keep us having hard times to follow the Lord. We may have to sacrifice those friendships, those feelings. I, I, I personally, I love those friends that I have. I really do that, but they were not healthy for my life. And, and I pray for them every day that they see the same truths that I've come to know. And I hope that they know that I love them so much. But to keep myself continuing on in God's word, I had to kind of distance a little bit and yield away from the activities that they were in because the word did not match up for the way that they were living. And that's not judging. I'm not judging. I'm not holding them accountable to the things they do. Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross, said, forgive them for they know not what they do. And so I don't hold them accountable to that, but I hold myself accountable to being the best example that I can be. See John 6 here. John chapter 6. Give me just a minute as I go there. Verse 66 through 69. The Bible tells us this. We're talking about being fully surrendered. Seeing that, but in so doing, we gain in ways greater than we would give up. So we have to remember that the sacrifice is ultimately daily making a decision that we gain in a greater way when we give up those things that are not of Christ, okay? So John chapter 6, verse 66, I'll read through 69. It says, From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. This is, this is part of the time. And Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil. And so, the missionary Jim Elliott said this, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Those are powerful words. You see, it says, basically, we're not a, we, we would, when we make this decision to give certain things up, we realize, and we go back to the old ways, then we, are, we do become fools. But it says, he is no fool who gives those things up. 
because what he has ultimately gained, he cannot lose. And that's talking about salvation there. Look at that. We, when we receive salvation, we cannot lose this thing. God has paid the ultimate penalty for these things, and we put our faith and trust in it. Then we can put our faith and trust that it's okay to live a surrendering life so that we have the best experience and joy of our Christian life so that we can fully share the gospel to those who are lost and not surely understand. Because let's admit it. Let's be honest today. I've made the mistakes too. I have stood up for Christ. I have stood and and stand it up for what he believe in, and then turn right around and and do something fleshly and carnally of the world, and it killed my testimony with people. And it devastated me. It really did. And I've called and asked for forgiveness and told them I was so sorry and, and made those decisions. And, you know, it is hard. It really is. But it is so worth it to be more committed to Christ than to committed to the things that we continue to hold on to that are of this world, that are holding us back, from one thing that we'll never lose that's been so honored and gratefully undeserving and been given at no cost to us, but everything to him. And that's God's son, Jesus Christ. So be fully committed, okay? How do we continue on? Well, we surrender. Each day we try to give something up that is not that is just not lining up with God's word and be fully committed to taking an oath to stand up for this these things. We see a few passages of scriptures here. It says, 2 Timothy 2, 1, thou, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ. 2 Timothy 2, 3 says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And so, as we see, we got to be committed. Committed, that word there, means to understand that there are some things we're going to go through. But we have to be committed to the faith in Jesus Christ that ultimately, in long term, we come out benefited the most and blessed. And we should share that with others. We should continue to mentor others. For us to continue to grow as Christians, we should continue in the way that we mentor others. Go back. See someone you've prayed for. See someone that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. Give them a phone call. Ask how they're doing. Ask them if they've gone to a church somewhere. Ultimately today, I hope you see as I'm having to come to a close here, I could say so much more about continuing on because I think it's the place where we get as Christians, we forget that we must continue. We can't stop. We can't just get complacent. We can't get to a place to where we're not sharing God's love for our life. Where have we gotten that God doesn't fire us up and excite us anymore? Maybe because we're not continuing in his word. Maybe because we're not continuing to mentor to those that we care about so much that are lost. Maybe we quit studying and applying what we've been studying to our lives. Maybe we've just come complacent to accepting the things that are in our lives that are sin and just saying, well, you know, I'm not perfect. Maybe now's the day to fully surrender that over to Christ, that, that, that you could just be set free from that. And allow God to begin to bless you and use you in such a mighty way. And when those trials come, maybe maybe you're going through a trial right now and you've just done everything you can and forget that Christ there ultimately is there. If you'll just commit to him, he'll take care of your needs and all your problems. And then we see here in the passages in Acts 5.14, 
for those who need mentoring, for those who need to continue mentoring to others. It says this, that believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women. So when we continue to mentor and we continue to praise God, the kingdom becomes added to, the word says. That Acts 6, 7 says, and the word of God increased and the number of disciples multiplied. We got to continue on. We have to continue to seek those out that have recently been saved. And if they're not coming to church, call them, ask them, how can we help them out? Call and ask them and see what's, what there might be that we could have concern about, what we could pray about, how we could help them. As I get closer to I got a couple things I want to tell us that, we, that God wants us to know about how to continue in Him. And that's the way that we lead by example. It's such a vital thing that our walk matches our talk. We all know that. We could say much more there. And then we come to the final thing of how we can continue as a Christian, to growing, to being more about Him, being more like Him. And that's investing personally to someone else. All these line up to everything that Christ did and everything that He is. I could go over a lot of scriptures here on this thing, but I think we've gotten the point. I, I, I think we all know that truly we can all accept to say that if we are saved today, that God continues to bring it back to our hearts that we should be doing something, continuing on some way that what we do benefits someone else. Whether it's encouraging them to continue on or it just leads them to salvation. I hope you've been encouraged today. Uh, I hope that nothing I said offended you but challenged you. As God's word challenges me every day, when I, I get to a place and I say, man, I just just want to give just quit and just, just be satisfied where I am. God puts that burden back on my heart that there are so many out there that, that need us as believers, as faith believers in Jesus Christ. They need us to continue on so that we can prove God's word is worthy of not only praise, but it is worthy to be accepted and is worthy enough to live for. I love each and every one of you. I know this is always hard for me doing this by myself. It's, it's a lot easier when Pastor Aaron is with me and we're able to kind of just share God's word together. Um, I know he's real busy. Be praying for your pastor. Pray for your pastor and his wife. Pray for your, your leaders of your church, those who uh, are stepping out on faith recently. Pray for your church members, visitors, uh, families. Pray for other churches. Uh, just, just continue. Take a stand today to continue lifting God up for all that he's worthy of. And once again, I just love each and every one of y'all. Hope to see you back next time. Please listen. Please share our podcast. Um, we've been behind a little bit on each week, been so busy. Lord's kept us so busy. Amen. And that's a good thing. So, um, thank you for listening. Continue to share, uh, continue to encourage and to challenge. Uh, I'm going to close this out in prayer and then we'll be done. Father God, thank you so much for this time together on podcast and giving this as a ministry of ours to, uh, be able to invest in the people of this church and the people of this community that, God, we might be able to lift each other up. We might be able to encourage one another. 
God, I pray whatever need is out there right now that may have heard that or may have listened or one that might hear it through the sharing of those that are listening today, that God, ultimately, you'll get into their hearts and the word will begin to change them as you've changed us so many times. Lord, we just love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good day.